Hey guys, welcome to the Super Show podcast. I'm Chris. To my right is Alex Jones with Hello. a smirk on his face, and on my left, with shit in his pants, Jamie. McCullough. As always, <laughs> it's a given. I mean, it form. smells. Can you just, uh, you know, we do it once a week. Can you just like this recording will only take an hour. You're gonna have to put up with it. Oh, okay. Fine, fine, fine. How are you, fine, filthy fellas, doing today? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks. Yeah. You no, know, keeping on. Keeping on, yeah. keeping on, keeping on. That's a good way of putting it. I like it. I the like train it. keeps rolling, Chris. Uh, can you do a quick uh, job check? Uh, yeah, I don't have a job. Uh, job check? Uh, see, I, I don't have a job. Uh, I don't have a job either. So uh, uh, cool. Okay. High, high five. See you yeah. in the dole queue. Uh, anyway, uh, well, we will get be off of that. We will be setting up a Patreon so that you guys can pay our bills. Uh, maybe. Uh, I wish. <laughs> anyway, have you seen my bills? <laughs> no. Have you seen how much to- toilet paper I have to buy every month? From the smell of it, not a lot. So, well, well you caught me there. There we go. All right, guys. Well, if it's your first time tuning in, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening. If you are watching on YouTube, welcome. Uh, these are our beautiful mugs. If you are listening on your podcast platform of choice, please do give us a rating of five stars because it's a five star podcast. Unless you don't want to give a five star rating, in which case, it's a bit of a paradox. Because Just don't give one at all. Well too early to start. No, no. Shilling no. for, get, for get in there early, I say. Given that we haven't talked about games yet. <laughs> We're about all we talked about is shit in Jamie's and, pants. And it's been a minute and, and a half. Jobs. People love that stuff. Hey, this is the Super Show difference, Alex UB Jones. UB 42.0. You, know. <laughs> you don't start a what, band. What, the band? Yeah, yeah. Like UB 40 was, the, uh, wait, he was your thing about not having a job. Right, okay. That's why they started the band. Is this your way of saying you think our breakout single should be called Brown Brown Pants? No, I'm saying 2.0 is (laughs) that you don't start a band, you start a podcast. If you lose your job, you start a podcast. All right, well, for people that didn't know, we're a gaming podcast. Woohoo! And we will be talking about gaming coming up on today's show. Uh, We're going to talk about the whole PlayStation, Xbox, E3 for 2020 kind of thing. Yeah. But then also... First time in three years that we won't have a presence at E3 either. So well, maybe that's the be such a downer. Maybe yeah. that's the biggest story. Hey, here. hey, 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 hey! Goals, squad goals. We will get there. We'll get there <laughs> we'll when get nothing, there. nothing is happening. It's just going to be us, Phil Spencer, and a fucking <laughs> monster stand. But then again, that's all you need. So to be fair, that sounds like a good night. Yeah. Hell yeah! Uh, we're also going to be talking about PlayStation's game of the decade. Ooh. They had a poll that asked people, "Hey, what's your game of the decade?" And guess what? People responded. So people are also stupid. This is true. I, I think mean, that's easy for. I think that's an easy one for me. I don't want to say it now. We'll go. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that uh, we are on YouTube. We now have a custom URL. Oh, oh, beautiful! Which is youtube.com forward slash super show pod. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! You can also follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I've set it up. Says it like such a dad. At super show pod I mean, on on social media. Let's get oh social social. Let's yeah. get physical. No, okay. Oh. Uh, so yes, there we go. Thank you very much. We are former ATG people. I don't know what else to say. Let's just go into what we've been doing, what we've been playing, what we've been seeing. Jungie, yes. you start us off. What, uh, you, what my, you got under your sleeve? Mine is boring because it's the same as last week. Oh. As I was telling you guys just briefly before the pod, I'm still playing Jedi Fallen Order uh, and I'm not very good at it. Enjoying it though? I'm enjoying it, but I've I've come up against a, a boss character, The uh, I think the seventh sister. I believe. Mm, yeah. Yes. Um, and the, it's a big butch or, looking one. Or the ninth? Maybe the ninth. No, the ninth sister is the one that's chasing you, isn't it? I thought that's, that's the, the second. Oh, that's the second sister. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Is it the ninth? I don't know. I it's don't one know. of the sisters. It's the big sister. It's the big sister with the, the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the horny chin. Yes, um, exactly. 
And I found, you know, she's beaten me a couple of, like, three or four times in a fight, and I'm not enjoying it. And I realised the why is because, Jamie, you hit the nail on the head. I'm not a patient gamer. You're yeah. not a patient gamer. We've, we know that now. I don't do patterns. I don't do countering. I don't do, like, meleeing. I don't do blocking very well. For me, it's... You, you just run in. Run in and mash the fuck <laughs> out of them with a lightsaber. And that that is not helping me in this particular... I've, I've got a game for you. I'm not playing Sekiro. No, I've got a game for you. God. Honestly, Mordhau. No, no, you would fucking love I, it. I did. I played it once. I enjoyed it, but I, it, it's still. You need to still be good at like. You need to be patient and take your no, time. Honestly, you don't. Really? To be good at it, I think you need a little mm, bit. Of, the, the if Jonesy ran in there kicking and screaming, he would not do. Okay, I don't. I don't know how many well. people are on the map, but let's say it's sixty-four versus sixty-four, right? Okay. Okay. There will be maybe four people per team that are like the legit level, and everyone else is Jonesy level. You have a good time. I did enjoy a more Everyone runs with, the, in. with the bow and just like from the distance just shooting people in the side of the face <laughs> and they're having a fight with someone else and you just go, funk. Hell yeah. And then they obviously get really annoyed because I had it where I did that with a few people and then they come and hunted me down and killed me because <laughs> I was like hiding with a bow. Guy. There was a dude that made a character that looked like the Witcher and then he got the loot oh, and then he went in and he was doing um, throw a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> oh, nice. So, yes. but, but, I've heard, uh, and then I've he died many times. Song. Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. That's a cool game. I like Mordhau. Yeah, Mordhau's cool. Okay, but yeah, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. A cool you said it, and I now I know what you mean, and I think I agree with you. It's a good, bad game. It's it's it, a charming A bad charming, game, bad game. Yeah. It's just, I think the, some of the design, design decisions were a little bit... There's some jank in the mechanics. Yeah, there's jank the in the mechanics, and there's jank in the optimization. Fine, you know, fair enough. But the I lightsaber fights, I think, are brilliant. I do like... I'm not that, good at them. That stuff I is good. Like that stuff is good. And you know what? Those, they've got a lot of bespoke finishing animations. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the the story around it is kind of decent from a Star Wars perspective, and it's it's especially that starting off where you're like, oh, the old Republic fucking Venator class cruises and shit. Mm. It's like hell yeah, that's cool. That is cool. But I just think like mechanically, it's got some issues. Yeah, the level designs. I mean, that are fine, but there's some of, some of those designs are a bit kind of they get a bit tired after a while. Yeah. Like you, you know, there's similar sort of run along edge, uh, run along wall, jump to other wall, yeah. run along wall, swing on vine. It's like yeah. I've done this many, many. Okay, times. let me ask you a question. Let me ask both of you this question. Take away the Star Wars aesthetic, the Star Wars setting. Yes. All right, and I don't know. Apply any other kind of, but generic, no, no, non-branded. I know what your question is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you like it? Nowhere near as much. Would you, Jamie? Uh, I I hope so, just because I'm not a big Star Wars guy. But then I can't guarantee that I actually would. No. Yeah, you see, I think, and I think this is what's happening. I think people are giving it the benefit of the doubt and are kind of liking it more than perhaps they should because it's a Star Wars game. And you know, what? like I said, it's a charming game, and and it, at yeah. times it plays really well, and at times it plays really bad. But then maybe it would be it would be fair to say that they wouldn't have. <sighs> this is remedy, isn't it? I, I wonder if they would have made it. Dif respawn. No, no, respawn. Sorry, respawn. Remedy, respawn. I wonder if they would have made it slightly differently if it was not a Star Wars game as well, because they knew they could rely on the Star Wars yeah. So maybe they yeah. would have done. On, on the other hand, you know what? Star Wars comes with a big kind of like or maybe they were limited to it. Maybe they were limited. Like they knew maybe. they needed force powers. They knew they had to include Jedi oh, and yeah, Sith. Do you maybe. mean it could have been a very? Different I mean, there was a news story. Was it in the last week that revealed that it was actually very hard for them to even get permission to make a game that used lightsabers as the primary form of weapon. Right. Yeah. Lucas, for a long time, were really funny about lightsabers in games. Mad that. Like, it's oh, it's a Star a cool Wars weapon. game. Yeah. I love... I, the, the best thing about that game is the lightsaber fights. And then when you throw the force powers in as well, like, when you can get the force pull and you can pull yes. a stormtrooper to you and, like... 
Well, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's like those uh, Jedi Academy games, right? That are now oh, on the Switch. So good. Um, you start off with blasters and stuff, and eventually mm. you get your, your lightsaber, and you're like, this is fucking amazing. This is what I wanted. But uh, it, it also reminds me of um, Knights of the Old Republic, the very first one. We start off, and there's no lightsabers in the beginning. Yeah. But you've got these, like, oh, what are they called? Oh, I can't even remember. They were like... Kendo sticks. Yeah, they were like vibration swords or some shit. Like that. Oh. Basically, just giant dildos. But yeah, and eventually you'd work your way to get like, like oh, so that's, that's fucking cool, man. Like, make it worth it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Imagine as a Padawan, you've got a fucking vibrating stick, and then a Sith comes at you, and the, your, Je- your Jedi like master's like, no, use the vibrating stick. <laughs> it's not working. It's just hacking at you to pieces, and you're like, oh man, that's great. Help me. Help me. Yeah. Anything goes in Star Wars nowadays. I think they've uh, <laughs> they've already scraped the bottom of the barrel. For yeah, that shit. Scra- scraped the bottom of the barrel, gone onto the barrel underneath it, and in there <laughs> was a shark that they jumped over, and then underneath that wow. was a dead horse. Jesus. It, I still love Star Wars, so you know, there we go. Well, All right. Well, any anything else, Jonesy? No. No movies, films, TV. Oh, series. movies and films. A newsroom. Oh. TV. I've been watching a lot of Newsroom, as I think I said to you guys last was week. Was that uh, Jeff Bridges? Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. I was going to say Jeff Daniels. No, 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 no it Jeff is Jeff Daniels. It is Jeff Daniels. It is Jeff Daniels. It is Jeff okay, Daniels. Yeah. It's not yeah. Jeff Bridges at all, is it? Do, yeah, no. Jeff. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Also, Fucking hell. Olivia Munn. The oh, lovely Olivia yeah. Munn. <laughs> <laughs> She's gorgeous, isn't she? You're a married man. Yeah, I know. I can say that. Come on. She is lovely. She is lovely. That sound like a, She's sound not like the loveliest, though. A couple of not saying that, but she is a very... She's a very attractive lady, isn't she? And in that, she's like a super smart economist as well, which I like, is that you put this together. Oh, Foxy. Like, smart and attractive is very good. It's a deadly combo. The one, two. Mm. Oh, one, two, switch. switch. Did you play any more? Did you play the the ball game? No, the the worst game ever. No, I didn't. You've got to play the ball game. I'm not putting it on just to play the game you told me was the only game that's half decent on it. It's a terrible, terrible oh, game. Oh, I didn't say it's half decent. I just said it's cool because it's a bo- you feel it's like a box and you feel balls inside. Jonesy oh. feels balls rolling around every day. Yeah, this is true, yeah. It doesn't got a game for yeah, it. Yeah, but are they in HD rumble? Do your they balls are. HD rumble? They do. They're above HD because they're real. You should get your hands on Jonesy's balls. Yeah. Ultra, you need to feel HD. that rumble for yourself. All right, hold on, hold on. Jesus Christ. It's, oh! it's 4K rumble, if anything. <laughs> Do you know what I always hated was when 4K and HD, 3D, things like that came out and yeah. other companies started using those terms to push their own products and it made no sense. Like, did you ever remember that there was a makeup brand and they started saying like oh, HD brow? Yeah. Like eyebrows. You could have high definition eyebrows. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. To be fair, makeup could be high definition, just not in the same sense as no, it we. It doesn't no, but if you take the terms high definition as to what they meant before they refer to resolution. Like, it could be a very defined look. Oh, that's I don't not know. what they're doing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I know it's not what they're doing, yeah, yeah. but... Do you know but what I'm saying? They're going to come up with, like, digital lipstick. You're like, what? Yeah. 4K sense. lipstick. Yeah. SD lipstick, if, you, yeah. uh, if you're running low on Well, no, they, they, they go after the, the TV craze from CS, and they're like, mini LED. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> mini yeah. OLEDs. OLED, OLED, oh, eye, OLED eyeshadow. Yeah, Keep, rollable OLED eyeshadow. Like Fuck what? off. Keeping up with all those different, like, shortenings of all the terms for TV paneling. Like, oh, it's mental. When I was last bought a TV, like, three years ago, it was OLED and everything else. But now it feels like there's about five different things. Yeah, the, the new tech is uh, mini LEDs. Did you see, so did you see, the, uh, see uh, what's it called? CS. CES. Um, the, it's in the game. Um, the, the, so the next iteration of like the foldable TVs yeah. that they were showing yeah. um, and they're like super thin you can fold them up but I want to say that like a 50, a 60 inch one was like 60,000 pounds yeah because it'll probably because it uh, it was LG that had a rollable OLED so OLED right. technology is really expensive to begin with yeah 
Um, and that's why not many companies do it. In fact, LG are probably the biggest purveyors of OLEDs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's expensive. They've always been expensive. But also, I feel like that's the way TV pricing works. Is it's at CES for sixty thousand dollars, then the next year it's fifteen thousand yeah. dollars, then it's five thousand dollars for about two years, yeah. then it's two thousand dollars for two years, yeah. and then it's and two hundred pounds. Then no one buys pounds it. Down, at, down at the curries, you know. It's <laughs> like the amount. There's a lot of people out there who still uh, don't have a four K TV, yeah. but maybe don't even know. Like if you just want four <clears> K and don't care about the manufacturer necessarily or some of the other specifics of the TV if all you want is the resolution like it's affordable it's easy, yeah, it's easy, yeah, it's easy yeah. to my, get into my TV is, is like an uh, 4K you know I'll try Def TV blah 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 with um, all the what's it, what's it HDR. HDR 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 which is the more important thing I think but definitely yeah that cost me 500 quid yeah. It's phenomenal. It's fantastic yeah. TV. I think mine cost me two grand but that was like three years ago I, I, yeah I was I was literally maybe like three months too early for HDR right. so I got this like high end 4K like 50 inch TV and a couple of months later it's like oh yeah HDR is a thing like, fuck me it's the best thing is when you go to your mate's house who's one of those people who has to get everything as soon as it comes out and he's like oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah cost me 10 grand and you're like oh yeah I bought one last month for like 500 <laughs> yeah. quid and they're like how long have you had yours two years <laughs> well, oh, right. to be fair it's the one good thing that I got out of when ATG and we can reminisce about this now was yeah. properly killing it yeah. um, to the point where to, to put it bluntly, I was getting more money than I could spend, really, because yeah. my my the way I behaved each month didn't. When change. was this? The end of twenty sixteen. Yeah, so. there was there was a time. Right. I mean, it's but, not like he was going out buying Ferraris no, oh, and yeah. Porsches and Let's shit. Let's just like. put it in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I no, get which but what it was good mean. enough that I lived my normal life for like. I'd say like four or five months in a row and it got to the start you're of 2017. A modest, you're a modest dude. I don't want people to think that you were like rocking a Ferrari and like... Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, Jamie, I'm, doesn't, I'm, Jamie doesn't have no, a lot no, of costs. No, no. Jamie's a low it. cost dude. I got, but it got to like I'd four or five months living normally without realising that the amount of money A2G was kicking in had gone up. And it got oh, to the right. start of 2017 and I was like... I've got like five grand for some reason. <laughs> and so I went out and I bought a new laptop, a new TV, and a PS4 Ooh, Pro all in the yeah. space of two months. Hell yeah. Nice. And nice. I was like, this might never happen again, so let's enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And then Hel yeah. Horizon was the first game I played, I remember. And oh. I remember thinking, this is the fucking life. <laughs> this is the life. <laughs> nice. I remember the, when I first got uh, my uh, TV HDR and switching HDR on and off in um, uh, Red Dead. Yes, oh, right, being yeah. like, holy shit, this is phenomenal. It's funny you mention that, because I remember doing the exact same thing with Red Dead and being like, I can't tell the difference, I'm just going <laughs> to turn it off. <laughs> You're kidding me? I'm being deadly serious. Oh, to be fair, when I did it, it was like dusk in the game, and it was almost like a washed out sort of grey-ish everything. Uh, was. Right, yeah. And it wasn't that amazing. I put it, it depends on, on the scene. so depends on the vivid. Scene. Can I be dead serious? Yeah, yeah. The only game that has made me go, shit, this is what HDR's meant to do. Oh, Apex. Nope. No. You're not going to be able to get... It was Death Ge Stranding. It was Gears 5. No. Gears oh, wow, yeah, okay. Death Stranding, for me, was a, was a massive difference between HDR on and off. I think I had HDR on for Death Stranding, but there's been a bunch of PlayStation games. Basically, Ghost Recon Wildlands fucked up my HDR, where I was playing it for hours, and it was right. all washed out and looked like shit. Turn off HDR at the system level, and it looked fine. Weird. And from that point on on my PlayStation, I'm like, my TV's not calibrated right, was I'm doing something Wildlands? wrong. Ghost Recon Wildlands. They had HDR support on Wildlands. <clears throat> yeah, they did. Oh, okay. wow, Jesus. Okay, interesting. Um, and... I remember thinking, okay, I'm just going to turn it, or leave HDR off on the system level yeah. because I don't trust it. But then I got the One X and played Gears 5 last year, and I thought, wow, 
Like that is a stunning looking game. Yeah. I yeah. think I even sent you guys the picture, the uh, the, the comparison picture between I think Death Stranding yeah, yeah, yeah. with HDR on and HDR off. Because and I, mean, I remember because Steph kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> Steph said the uh, this far too over is oversaturated. Yeah, and I was like, it looked gorgeous. What are you talking about? Yeah, we had a little mini. Well, yeah. Shout out to Steph Murphy. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Yeah, F. good dude. Uh, all right, funeral, well, funeral's coming up yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. He's not dead. No. He lied to me. Uh, he's just about, at CES. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. He was in Vegas, baby. Yeah, he was in Vegas. We'll do that next year. Oh, when, I love that. When we're when we're a massive podcasting platform. Oh, Jesus. Hey, you got a, you got a wish, right? What about you, Jamie? What, what you been up to since, since um, last week? You know, not not a dramatic amount. I was out of action for a little while because I was out of town and didn't have access to any of the consoles I'd usually oh. like to have access to. All the internet I'd like to have access to. I did, however, get a chance to finish Pokemon. Which I am not super hot on. Okay. Yeah, I think you 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 mentioned as much. Last, <coughs> you mentioned as much last week. Did yeah, it grow my, on you or? It, so it, it actually had a weird trajectory where from last week it grew on me a little bit as it entered into sort of the middle third and the start of the final third. Right. And I thought the ending or like the last let's say three to four hours of gameplay were a bit weird. I just think that game has pacing issues in a weird mm. way. Right. Okay. It Ooh. really. Sorry, that, sorry, that's a very interesting point because. We had finished recording last week's podcast just before the Pokemon Direct yes, came out, cool. yes. where they were like, "Oh, by the way, yeah, all Pokemon will be available as DLC." Yeah, like, like an extra two hundred Pokemon they're adding. Color me completely unsurprised after the backlash that they've done. That. Man, uh, I don't know. I don't it, want to get into the Pokemon it, yeah. drama. I, it makes sense from care. a from a business perspective. <laughs> yeah, um, and like if if this is their way of not selling the traditional third version, then. People are saving money yeah. in theory. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. You'll never, you'll never convince one of the people who's angry about Pokemon to not be angry about Pokemon. Doesn't it's it, just, it's in great. It's their personality yeah. at this point. Doesn't it feel that like for the longest time, Pokemon, like the Pokemon company, could do like no wrong in the eyes yeah. of Pokemon fans? But is there a point with like most of these franchises where it goes long enough and people start to get sour on it? Sure, and, and it's almost like you can still call, like look at Star Wars. You can still call yourself a fan, but you can mm. also then look back at the past like five years and say, "I haven't liked anything they put out." <laughs> yeah, not me. I like everything they put out, but you know, that's, that's... I would be so close to being a hundred percent on board with that if I didn't really enjoy playing Let's Go Pikachu this time <laughs> last year, <laughs> which was a remake of like Red, Blue, and Yellow. Yeah, and dumbed down, right? But dumbed down with uh, like uh, what's it called, the mobile game? Oh, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go elements. But then isn't that the thing that is, I think when you have a get, when a franchise which has been going for such a long time, every iteration of the game comes out and you have that weird thing of, some people say they don't want the game to change at all, they just want a new yeah, version sure, yeah. of the same thing. Yeah. Some people want a completely different thing that like adds whole new elements and a whole new game mechanics and you've got to try and appease both of those people. But over time, it does change quite a lot anyway, even if every change is tiny. Well, it has to, right? Like people, It has to. The thing is people don't, know what they actually want no. they think they know what they want it's like oh i want exactly the same thing it's like well no you don't because like if you look at pokemon when it first came out like hey guess what you have to get to save point to, or whatever you know I, I don't really play pokemon sorry but like any game franchise that's been going for a long time oh you mean i can't save anywhere but then you realize that your memory of what it was when you first started playing is completely wrong anyway so maybe when you yeah. play let's go yeah. pikachu actually you're getting a flavor of what you did want um, mm. and what you want or, it to be and you're getting reminded of something in the past and then the new one comes out it's completely different and everyone goes what the fuck I don't like this what about is it the way it was sold because they were like hey yeah it's a pared down game that's a remake and you're like okay let me process that okay I'm on board and then it's like oh this is the next main Pokemon title 
on the Switch and you're like, mm, it's, it's kind maybe of really fucking you missing if the you, mark. Then if you like Let's Go Pikachu and you really enjoy it and then you get this and you don't like it and you think they've made some bad decisions, it's yeah. going to piss you off. I don't think they made bad decisions. I think all their quality of life changes were for the better. Not bad yeah. decisions, but uh, in the perception of some of the people who play the game, they think oh, they I bad see. decisions. I don't know. Like, for, like Chris said, you can never keep people like happy, right? Oh, yeah. you can for for me, it was just like charm and personality and that I never really felt as involved in that world right. and I didn't really like the designs on, on a lot of the new Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I think it had some weird pacing issues where it really hurtles towards the end very quickly and then takes a weird sidetrack like just before you think you're getting to the end of the story and makes you do a bunch of shit that feels a bit redundant. Man. Right. But I don't know, I wasn't super hot on it. And speaking okay. of games I wasn't super hot on, I've also played about eight hours or so of Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, you did. You, you got into it. Finally busted oh. that nut, um, so to speak. And do you know what? It's fine. Okay. It's fine. I don't think that game's a disaster. It's clearly okay. been patched a fair bit since we played it. Uh, well, we actually didn't last play it at the beta. Well, yeah, exactly. So, so you actually got into disaster. the service. So that, yes, that's, exactly. that's already something. Um, I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Well, it's really it, I, unremarkable. I want to say maybe not to the same degree, but wasn't Wildlands very similar? Where it came out and people weren't really that. Hot it was on lukewarm. It. Yeah. Yeah. But I think then, it's going to have a core of people who stick with it. Like, I really, really enjoy it. I think, you know, it. Fair, fair play to Ubisoft. They they do kind of stick things through, don't they? They do. They do. And at least for those people that are into it and, and that's what they want, then they're going to still get to play the game that they want. Like, I, after the bait, playing the beta, I'm like, I, I'm not interested in going anywhere near that game. I, I kind of didn't think I was, but it's got this fairly unique feeling, at least brand of combat that I kind yeah. of go in for, which is weird to say because on the surface, its mechanics are very similar to a Far Cry or an Assassin's Creed or, or even a Watch Dogs nowadays. Yeah. Basically, every other Ubisoft property. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, go up to an the area. Division? Yeah, well, to a certain extent, the division. But I'm mostly talking about that loop of approach an area, use some kind of mechanic to get oversight of the area and tag yeah. enemies, and then stealthily take them out until you fuck it up and then shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Recon's the same as all those other games in that sense, but I still kind of like it. Nice. Okay. I, I like like Chris said, I like that they're serving the audience they have an audience they know they're they're appealing to they know they're going to like the game my issue with all those sorts of titles is they need to do something to interest other people yeah for, for me like Wildlands was we played it like yeah. a couple of times it was fun and then I dropped off that so hard I don't think you need to rush back to it I don't think it's in a particularly great place well, I mean that was Wildlands but then fine. Breakpoint oh, like, yeah, Wildlands, but then we yeah. play after playing a bit of that so it's more of the same like they haven't done I think, I think the me. problem is that there's so many good games that are vying for your attention that yes. like a game can come out and it could have like it could have a, a, a decent kind of foundation a decent base but it's maybe the the building they put on top of that foundation is a bit ramshackled sure but then you, across the street to carry on the analogy there's a decent foundation building game yeah with a decent house attached to it or building attached to it and you're like I'll just go there Yes, yeah. Which is a that shame. That was a because, long analogy. Yeah, I know. I, I, I lost. I kind of got, got lost. In the, I, I, got, I got lost there for a bit, but, but I think I, I think I pulled it off. I, I love <laughs> some of what Ubisoft do. I think they're phenomenal. They're one of, they they at times have been one of my favourite like game makers, and yeah, you know, and it feels like. I don't know. It feels like they could be that again, but they're, they're just not. Yeah, I, guarantee, they're, they're, I guarantee Watch Dogs 3 is going to be exactly the same problem yeah. that they've had with all the I'll, other I'll, I'll tell you what they, I think their biggest problem is. Yeah. Is, is one of their biggest successes, which is Rainbow Six Siege. Hmm. And I think what they're doing there is they're looking at that. They're looking at how they've improved on it, how they've implemented it, how it's become this like growing esport, how people are really fucking right. engaged with it year on year, more so and more so and more so, and building up on it. And they're like, 
we need that for all of our properties. It's almost yes. like that Far Cry effect, right? That we made a, a video on, on All Time Gaming about, where it's like, hey, they came up with this formula with Far Cry 3, or they refined a formula to its apex point, mm. and they said, all our games need to do this from now on. Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? So in our industry, as you boys well know, mm. um, there is there is the phenomenon of the viral video, right? A video goes viral. Yeah. Someone, a company, whoever who makes that viral video, you could forgive them for them saying, right, we just need to do that again. <laughs> the whole point is you can't, you can't plan yeah. to do it again. And the problem with some of these games companies, if they try and game the system, no pun intended, then yeah. what they're actually doing is they're just fucking themselves over because they're gonna they go, oh, this is gonna be the next Rainbow Six Siege. Like you can't plan for that. Oh yeah, you have to if make you could a good plan game. for that, guess what? All time gaming, we'd still be on there probably, <laughs> and yeah. uh, it would be you know just like make good two million shit. subscribers or whatever. What, what do we like? Content is king, right? They just need to make good quality games that people will enjoy, and then it will happen. It will come. Yeah, yeah. Or make games into good quality games. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Over sure, the passage sure. of years. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but that's one, fine. Yeah, do that. That's fine. I mean, look at all the games that have done that in, in the not too distant past. I mean, there's loads of. Games yeah, there. I'll yeah. It's it's one of the more interesting phenomenons of the last generation of. Mm games one other thing i wanted to say which actually mm. might link into what you've been up to chris mm. uh, and this might be controversial and i think i'm gonna need your guys's opinions and maybe even okay, the help I, of the, I know uh, what's coming the folks at home uh, i wanted to briefly mention the witcher yeah oh which has had this kind of crazy year as a, as a ip or a franchise like probably the 2019 was the biggest year for the witcher as a concept yes. since 2015 so they when, had the the netflix show uh and 2019 was the highest ever concurrence for uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt on Steam. Yeah. Which is, which is mad because it's, yeah, that game it's four, it's four, four years, years ago. Yeah. Like uh, five years almost, ago. Almost five. I've got it here somewhere. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going like, to say May of, May of 2015. Okay. May of 2015. So, yeah, you won't have it because yeah, you've only got... Shh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. So okay. So well, all of this culminated for me in getting really excited for The Witcher because when I first played it back in 2015, um, I didn't finish it. Put about 50, 60 hours in, fell off. Oh right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because you got it on Switch. And I got it on Switch. Mm, and right. then I thought, this is it. This is perfect. Jump I'm kind of getting hyped for it. I haven't seen the show, but I might do it at some point. I'm going to jump back in. Finish Pokemon. Cleared the way. Put the little cartridge in. Installed it. Uh, ran an update or whatever, all that yeah. shit launched the game that thing looks like trash on the switch on the switch okay. it looks like melty garbage trash well, fire because it game because it is a good looking game on PC and, and console a reasonably so. good looking game and like I'm trying not to be too judgmental because I know people have enjoyed it and playing it handheld which obviously yeah. doesn't help have, you, have you delved into the settings does, and played it around help. the only thing it has in the settings is like there's some post processing things like motion blur that you can turn off yeah but I'm surprised. I am genuinely surprised. So, guys, I, I have exactly the same kind of trajectory you had. Yeah. That I played loads of it when it originally came out. I didn't actually finish it, but then um, was tempted with when it came out on Switch for about three seconds. Yeah. Started watching the series, which I'm actually enjoying more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, have no intention of going anywhere near it on the Switch. If it, To me, it sounds like a horrible prospect. I mean, I just... I watched the IGN video review and the guy was like, in handheld mode, it's actually kind of charming and you yeah. get used to it. And I was like, maybe I'll go for it. I liked Skyrim on the Switch and I played yeah. that okay. in handheld. I guess because it's small enough, right? Like, yeah. all those pixels get condensed. You think you get away with it. I thought but, it would be better with the handheld. Like, you, you saying handheld maybe is worse. I thought that's a lot better than doing it on a screen. I think I they think get away with the resolution. What they don't get away with is the textures and the popping. Yeah. Oh, right. And it was as soon as I got out into, like, kind of the open world, so to speak, I was like... 
I don't know if my eyes will let me play this. <laughs> yeah. Which has led wow. me now to okay. my question. Am I into The Witcher 3 enough that I just kind of want to play The Witcher 3 again? Right, and okay. should I just play it on the PlayStation? Yes, I think you should, yeah. yeah. You, you, so both of you think yes. So I'm, I'm, I thought recently about getting, going back onto it on the PlayStation. Man. Because of it, like you said, it's all, it's back in the ether, it's back in the environment, everyone's talking about yeah, Witcher, yeah. and I want to play more of it. And I'm right near the end, so I want to finish the game. I I'm no... going to start a new game, hey, baby. Hey, oh, guess I don't what, guys? Do that. I've never played it. It's, yeah, it's, well, a, it's, a, it's a very good game, but the pat the, um, thank God they patched it the way they did, because there's right, a lot of yeah. annoying things that they yeah. sort of came through. Yeah, and that's the thing that people got to prepare themselves for Cyberpunk. It might not release in the most stable yeah. I states. Had, I know? had game-breaking bugs yeah. in Witcher 3 that until they patched the game, I could not progress. You couldn't get into a boat or something, I remember. You oh, I remember that, yeah. You, or you got you stuck talked to about a boat this boat for two times. There were two yeah. times. Yeah. And it, they were t I had two game-breaking bugs. So one of them was that um, I uh, had to go through a passageway with a dude. Yeah. And the passageway opened. The dude stood in the passageway. He was supposed to lead me through. And he, wouldn't, he didn't go through. <laughs> and no matter what I did... I couldn't get him to go into it and then I couldn't go into the passageway which meant the game I couldn't do anything um, so I ran around the world did a whole load of other stuff thinking I might be able to trick the game didn't <laughs> trick the game every time I got to that story mission I couldn't progress so they, they patched something and then I could basically clip through him and it did this whole weird thing where uh, the the whole section of going through the sewers sort of it would let you do it but it was all really weird and janky and then you got to the end of that section wow. and then it's like the game snapped back into what it was doing and he Step sort of reality. appeared and then he had a com you know and we did it but yeah. the boat thing was similar so um, Yennefer gets in a boat and she's like yeah come with me she just sits there and you couldn't do anything <laughs> yeah uh, true story I had a bug on my first ever session on the Witcher 3 on Switch Okay. Uh, the tutorial right at the very start. Oh. Uh, it's a very strange thing where basically um, you've got Vesemir, I think is the guy's name, who's kind of telling you what to do, but you've actually got a prompt on the left-hand side that tells you uh, which button to press. Yeah. Yeah. And one example for that is when it's teaching you how to dodge, it will like, he'll throw a strike, he'll stop moving, the game will pause, yes. and it'll be like, press B now. I managed to end up in a way where I'd preempted the very first prompt and I was doing stuff out of order from <laughs> right. the prompt it was showing up on screen. And when it got to the part where you're learning how to use different spells, yep. um, I couldn't progress. Oh, that's weird. What did you, how, so how did you get out of that? Did it let you get through it? I just quit and then Re reloaded restart. and the yeah. autosave is at the start of that tutorial. So I just didn't do anything right. until the prompts were showing up and then that was fine. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. But it's, yeah, that... That's CD Projekt Red again, and like Chris is saying about Cyberpunk, that shit happens. Yeah, so, prepare prepare yeah. yourselves. That's the one thing Patience. that I'm sort of worried about with that is is how long will we have to wait until Cyberpunk is in a is in the state of which we actually want to play? We're it. all gonna play it on day fucking one. Yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. of course. But what point of the game do we get to and go like this game? And then we have to wait six months, nine months, a year until they finish. Yeah. They fix it. I, it's luck of the draw, isn't it? It's like yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. But yeah. Witcher. Oh man, I'm the getting Witcher. that fucking DeLorean day one. Don't you worry. <laughs> it's not a DeLorean, DeLorean. but yeah, okay. it looks like that a DeLorean. Car, the car that he thinks is a fucking DeLorean. Yeah, I just it looks a little bit like a DeLorean sometimes. It looks like a sports car from the eighties. Yes, exactly. What are you saying? Yeah, DeLorean. Okay. Anyway, well, the li li linking into your Witcher thing. I've been yeah. watching the series. I'm halfway through. I'd like to. I really would have thought I would have finished it before even 2020 fucking started. But <laughs> hey, there, there you go. Family yeah. life gets in the way. But yeah, I'm halfway through. I think it's a really good series. The music annoys the shit out of me. Music? Yeah, because they've got this, like, you know, these, like... It's almost like that gladiator thing, isn't it? Where it's like... I thought you were doing the Metal Gear Solid thing for a second. <laughs> uh -huh. No. Well, it's the same fucking shit. And it's like... 
it, it just doesn't fit with the visuals that I'm seeing on screen. Okay. That's the one side of it. And the other side of it is... His voice? Oh, that I, annoys I, I, the no, shit out I of love me. his voice. I think it's so cool. But the thing is, there's not enough Witcher in The Witcher. Okay. You, you, you're you watching fucking Yennefer in Syria. And you're like, yeah, okay, cool. But it's called The Witcher. It's not called fucking The Yennefer. I want to see him beat a werewolf to death with his silver sword. Yeah. You, you want shit like that, but it doesn't come as often. Maybe in the latter half of it. I don't know. But... The uh, I I think the effects are pretty cool. The the stories are pretty cool, even though they're a bit kind of like seem to be missing like little connecting fibers, right. as it were. It's almost like you're jumping from one thing to another with not much explanation. Well, they made such a point about saying it's not linked to the games; it's all based on the books, didn't they? And it's I, fine. You and can still make a story that makes sense. No, right? that, that is that is of course fine. But I've never read any of the book material, Me neither, so I yeah. don't know how. I've much heard the of it books is. aren't written very well. Oh, shots fired! Well, hey, I, it's, I, it's, not, it's not my take. No, that, I think there's some some thought out there that like the games were weirdly enough like almost like the definitive versions of those. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Well, there's the weird thing with the author. Have you yeah, heard about the, yeah. that no. thing? When um, CD Projekt Red approached the author for the rights to the games, he they basically said, "Hey, w- what kind of a deal do you want to cut here?" And the <laughs> oh. author was like, "I want all my money up front now because you're never going to make any fucking yeah, money out of this." Yeah, thing. I had and they were like, yeah. "Yeah, sure." And now he's taking them to court because like I didn't realize they'd make money. No, but that's that's yes. it's gone further than that now. They've signed a new deal. Yeah, well, apparently the people were getting all worked up about it at the time because I think there is actually some weird thing in Polish law where if like you knowing. Or like, if someone makes a mistake like that, that's basically he did have grounds of saying, "Actually, I was wrong. Can I get right. some money for my thing?" Yeah, fair enough. Under Polish law, is it in- fair International enough? law. Is it fair enough? Maybe if he wasn't a dickhead in the first place, he would have been all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. if it's the law, it's the a law. A dickhead who thought his own writing wasn't <laughs> worth any money. <laughs> that's like the reverse to Mar- what Mark Hamill um, and uh, Carrie Fisher, or whatever her name is, did with Star Wars. Like they said, just give us a percentage of Star Wars at the very beginning. Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. Yeah. They said, and it wasn't a- even that. It was and George me, Lucas. It was, give me a percentage. He, didn't Alec Guinness say Alec, a percentage of George Lucas's? Alec, yeah, Alec Guinness. Get, so George Lucas gets a percentage of everything, and Alec Guinness got a percentage of, of that. Of I thought that. Mark Hamill got a percentage of everything Star Wars as well so even before he might, market, have, maybe. He, might have. he got like a tiny slice but obviously yeah. and then uh, Harrison Ford didn't he said he didn't want that he wanted a fee but so that's like the reverse because yeah. then those guys they had no idea if it was going to be worth anything and yeah. then it's yeah. like a billion dollar industry that it's, Disney it's, owned it's, the whole it's, thing it's, like, it's a super common way to like not pay for stuff but now know, imagine if the, the company could turn around and say to those guys yeah we didn't know how big it was going to be you can't have that we're taking <laughs> back like yeah. yeah, that's why Mark Hamill only had to like do nothing for the rest of his career except for be the Joker occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so like, I'm so loaded. Harsh. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I mean, um, the, the boy's minted. He's, what does he care? But before we, how dare you write off Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and rebooted. They're doing that, re- and he's in it again. I downloaded it the other day. Oh. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, uh, you uh, audience uh, uh, legally. I, I pre-ordered it the other day. <laughs> Right, but look, we we got to get into the main thing of this. One th- last thing I want to say about what I got up to was I actually finished a game, guys. <gasps> you Sekiro. finished a game? No, not Sekiro. I fucking wish. No, I, I got a long way to go. What's with the Sekiro. shortest game in the world? No, not that. Although it wasn't a long Snake game. minute. I, I, yeah, I finished uh, Katana Zero. Oh really? And okay. that is it. Let me tell you, that is a surprising game. Yeah. Yeah, like that could be good or bad. No, no, in in a, in a very good way. Like the writing on that game and the the thoughts behind the mechanics, very cool, okay. very very cool. Mm. I, don't, I I can't really go into it too much, but it's basically like there's some time manipulation going on there, and then there's some 
loopy ways of kind of continuing the story that probably lead to multiple endings. Okay, interesting. And it's cool. I think the reason it's so short is because it's meant to have multiple playthroughs. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very cool game, and I can not recommend it enough. Did you play that because you needed to feel like you completed something because Sekiro's taken so long? Yes. Okay. Le- le- legitimately, I had that exact same thought the other day, which I was looking at the sale on the PlayStation Store thinking, what can I complete in six hours? Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to get something under my belt. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. I'm fed up of going back and forth between Need for Speed and Ghost Recon, <laughs> trying to finish one yeah, of those Yeah, exactly. You know, sometimes you just get fucking fatigued, right? That's why, yeah. I, that's, that's why I jumped into Jedi, because I started playing Death Stranding again, and then I was like, I need to feel like I'm accomplishing more at a faster yeah. rate. Well, accomplishing more than finishing your game of the year? <laughs> Not just at a faster. Like I need to feel like I I got a small win. Like I you know got yeah. some unlocks or I got this. Yeah. But. Yeah. Just the sense of because all exactly. these all these are hanging strands. It's not good for people. You uh. need to uh, kill them. Death you strands to, almost. You need to reconnect them to the chiral network. I forget. I was trying to be clever there, <laughs> and I forgotten all those words. It's like as soon as you finish that game, your Kojima vocabulary just leaves yeah, your brain. Like could you, uh, put it out of the network. Karelian. <laughs> bandwidth. Karelian, yeah. All right, anyway, let, let's let's go into the crux of what we're here for. The PlayStation is not going to E3 officially. Oh, they are not. They didn't last year either, did they? No, no, they didn't. They skipped it. And and we were speculating that they... Well, I don't think we were ever definitive in saying, on our own opinion, whether they were going to attend this year or not. Right, we were it was, kind of it was hard on the to fence. know. Irony being that last year we said, you know, they're not going because next year is when they're releasing the PlayStation 5, so it kind of makes sense. They're not ready to yeah. do it yet. And now they're skipping this year as well. Yeah, well, look, on Monday they announced that they would be skipping the show yeah. entirely. A uh, little bit counter to that is Xbox's Phil Spencer's double down saying, yeah, we're going to be at E3. It's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. And there's there's been some speculation and rumor going on that... Uh, Xbox is kind of looking to fill the void that Sony is leaving, so they're going to have like maybe one of the biggest E3 presences ever. And uh, the ESA, the the company that runs E3, have pretty much come out saying, "Oh yeah, you know, there's going to be lots of awesome experiences." You know, blah blah. blah. It's kind of like I don't know damage control, but losing losing Sony and PlayStation from the what used to be the biggest trade event, it's a bit. It's, it's a bit of it's, a big It's blow. massive. I th- we've talked about it before, the fact that E3 is yeah. on its way out anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think this is just another nail in the coffin to, to say, because um, you've got to look at all the other people well, that have pulled out of E3 yeah. over the years who now oh, don't yeah. attend or Agreed. do their own thing. I Let, mean, let's it's just put it another this way. little rung. So for the second year in a row, Sony are not going to be at E3. Right. They will never go to E3 ever again. No. Agreed. Especially so, not if they do a whole load of their own reveals and release yeah. things and their own conferences over the course of this year yeah. talking about the next I mean, gen. Like, this why is would they? Because of the nature of promoting the next generation of consoles, this is going to be the biggest year Sony will have in terms of the importance of their marketing right. and their messaging for the next seven years. Sure. And they're not going. Yeah. Why would they ever go again? They yeah. could they could have made that the focus of this whole year. They could have made that the big thing. Like E three is the big event. Yeah. And they've completely said, now nah, we're, yeah. we're not going. Well, it's because <laughs> so, like, what are they going to do? They're going to go to the show where they've got a limited amount of time, where they um, are on a on a, a venue, a stage, whatever you want to call it, not physically but metaphorically, with all of these other companies yep. vying for people's attention. Yep. Whereas, hey, guess what? They just do a fucking event themselves, pop it on their own fucking Sony.com or PlayStation.com, and boom, you've got a captive audience. You don't have to worry about it. You can you can tailor it however long, however specific or not that you want to do. Like, there's no there's no draw 
to do that. No, yeah. But Microsoft are looking at it in a different way. And we, we, we know this from their strategy and kind of saying, hey, you know what? It's not only about Xbox. It's about the whole industry. It's about games and the love of games. And I think that's probably why they're still sticking with E3. Yeah, but also just because I think Sony uh, and PlayStation deciding to not attend E3 makes Microsoft's decision easier every year. Yeah. yeah. It's like they looked at it and said, maybe they're not as hot on an E3 as they once were behind the scenes. But as soon as you say, hey, your biggest direct rival isn't going to show up anymore, it's a no-brainer just to be there in any capacity because you're going to... Yeah. You're then the big, you're then the big dog who exactly, goes. Yeah. Yeah. So look, let, let's, let's be honest, right? Even last year, E3 is still the biggest trade event for gaming. It's weird though. This yeah. year, this year, it's going to be the same thing. Like Gamescom is coming it. up, but that's about it. It's funny because you do have to caveat it though. It's the biggest uh, trading event for gaming, but then it, now it's like you don't need those events to have the massive yes. epic release. Like you only got to look at when, say, Rockstar released a new tra- a trailer for a game online. Right. They don't need a big event. They just do it themselves, and it's yeah. fucking yeah. huge. And you can say, right, okay. With E3, you can have an audience in the halls of like tens of thousands of people. You can have people online who are going to tune in. But actually, nowadays, you yeah. can just do it all yourself digitally and you can have billions of people yeah. around the world. I, I still think there's an opportunity sometimes for, uh, especially com- uh, games that aren't represented by a first party uh, yeah. and that right. will naturally kind of float to the top of the pile sure. to double down on the exposure that E3 uh, gives the industry. I was reading some numbers that said, like the biggest trailer out of E3 last year was, uh, or the cyberpunk uh, kind of coverage last yeah. year, generated I think it was about 70 or 80 million views on YouTube. Right, okay. And that the biggest thing out of Gamescom was Marvel's Avengers that it was single digits. It was like seven right. or eight million. Yeah. So that's a, that's a magnitude factor yeah. of 10 there for E3 over Gamescom. But the, the worrying thing there is if you're looking at E3 and you don't think you're a cyberpunk, then all yeah. of a sudden the pack is so much bigger. I love that and you, it said you don't sense. think you're a cyberpunk. You're, you're not a cyberpunk. Well, you know, because that was, <laughs> yeah. the, that was the biggest thing at E3 last year based on views. No, oh, absolutely. You yeah. know what's really annoying me? What? CD Projekt Red are fucking selling that bomber jacket that they were giving away at Gamescom. <laughs> I was like, and with different badges. I'm like, you fuckers, you're uh, going to make me buy Chris, this again, aren't you? You're only really annoyed because you were going to sell your bomber jacket. No, no they, ways. Uh, I'm gonna, I love that fucking Are they uh, selling all the exclusive model that they <laughs> gave out the year before at the first ever behind closed doors <laughs> presentation of Cyberpunk 2077? No. Attended by one Jamie McCullough. <laughs> yeah. That's me. With thanks from me. And thanks to NVIDIA. Thanks, shout NVIDIA. Out, shout out, David shout out. Um, Yeah, look, Sony have said, though, that they will be attending hundreds of events in, in little bunny ear quotation marks yeah. throughout the year. So we know that they will obviously have their own kind of marquee event where they show off the PlayStation 5. But probably they're going to be attending, we know that there's going to be they're quite, a, quite a big presence at, although they didn't do it last year, did they? Paris Games. They, they, they usually are. It wouldn't be unusual if they had yeah. something at Paris Games Week. Yeah. They could always bring back PSX, which, again, they haven't done for the last two years, but they could theoretically. If you're going to bring it back, you're going to bring it back for PS5, right? Yeah. Yeah, PlayStation Experience. Um, and, yeah, you know, we could expect to see them at Gamescom. They had a huge presence at Gamescom last yeah, year. Yeah, they did. Uh, I'm hoping to go again this year. We'll see what we can wrangle yeah. on our own steam but, and but it's also like as you kind of hinted at there it's extremely common and i think sometimes we forget about this because over the passage of time it just escapes our minds for consoles to be announced at events run by those manufacturers separate to any preset whether it's the ps4 and the ps4 pro the xbox one and of course even the nintendo switch yeah all of those consoles were announced by those companies holding their own events 
whenever they wanted to. Yeah, they didn't go yeah. to E3 to announce the PS4 or the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Though I think we talked about the prior, the Nintendo Switch was never at an E3 yeah. prior to it actually coming out. Right. I, I attended a, a Nintendo Switch preview event in London mm. before it was available. Uh, where they just had all the all the launch games available, and you play with things, yeah. and that is what sold me on getting Breath of the Wild. I was like, right. oh yeah, because I wasn't. I, I've told you guys before, I've got a love hate relationship with Zelda, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna skip it. But I, I, there was a queue for it. I was like, okay, well, I've played everything else in this fucking event. Let me sit and play this. And I was like, I'm buying this console and I'm getting this <laughs> fucking game. Like it was incredible. Yeah. But yeah, th- th- there's a lot more value to be seen to doing your own thing mm-hmm. but i think you've hit the nail on the head there in some way as well because you so you said you played the game at a specific event and yeah. then you were like i'm getting this console i'm getting this game nowadays they like nintendo as it for example or, or playstation whoever they know that they can put the game and the console or whatever into the hands of an influencer online at yeah. their, whenever they want um at the time of their choosing when the game is completely ready they can take that vertical slice and then it doesn't it's not just you thinking i'm going to buy this console in the game you can have them talk about it on stream you can talk about it to their audience and you can influence loads of people the idea of waiting for a specific slot at a games event yeah. where you you're not going to do that and there's loads of other companies there i completely see why they they knock that All, on their head. also like if they you can control the message of they do it their own way yeah. and don't do the thing and if you're if you're attending an event with loads of other people right let's say however millions of people attend well, I don't know if it's millions whatever attend E3 right mm. and you you there's only a certain number of hours in a day let's say you've got a, you say you've got a time 20 minute demo for people to play yep right you can only get through so many people but and it's only a week, but there's guess, loads more like people that. that are trying to get in there because obviously they they're there for Xbox they're there for Bethesda blah 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 at a PlayStation adventure, they're for PlayStation. They know the numbers. They can curate it perfectly to what they need. Yeah, yeah. It's like you said, control the message. Uh, Get out the is, is this the end of E3, though? That's the question. I, I don't think it's the I end of E3, um, but I think it's clear that the only real loser out of this equation, be it PlayStation, Xbox, or whatever, the only real loser is the ESA. Yeah. In that I think now they have to continue to do what they've done for the past couple of years and pivot towards a more public friendly you know consumer facing event yeah. in the nature of something more like a PAX it's got to be more about as they even said themselves experiences give the public a reason to attend continue to sell tickets yeah. at ridiculous prices <laughs> yeah. as they have done again for the last couple of years yeah. get people through those doors because developers will still want to be there you know there are still going to be people who want kiosks and setups in those halls even the business to business side of things yeah exactly like we walked around the halls at gamescom and you know there were even if you walked down some random corridor in like a weird area b2b areas and with the there were still people that were like here's a fucking two foot little area you can stand in and play this indie game you've never heard of yeah people want to be on that floor yeah especially because e3 will presumably continue to be one of the most attended events yeah. in games. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if rather than maybe not be the end of E3, but it, it's going to change, the, it'll massively change the format and change how it comes across. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next couple of years it became much more about getting influencers there, letting people live stream games instead of it being a little, you know, just oh, yeah. controlled environment. Yeah. And yeah. to just to get push that message out and you find that a lot more, that's how it gets consumed is yeah. a lot more people streaming stuff and people seeing the actual games rather than the big stage, the cinematic trailer, the yeah. Present- yeah. presentation. I mean, we talk stuff. about like Paxes and Comic Cons and blah blah blah. That sure they've never been 
they've never held uh, the same importance within the industry as something like an E3 has yeah. because of its history as an industry-only event where, you know, mm. retailers go there and so on and so forth. But there's no reason why they couldn't pivot to something towards that and have what these other shows have, which, like, celebrities are going to show up and there's going to yeah. be yeah. speeches and keynotes and stuff like that. They don't need these big... Uh, the, the the presentations that we all sit around and stream necessarily to yeah. have a position well maybe that's the, the issue is as soon as you're able to stream them it becomes a lot less important to actually have them I mean, carried yeah. out live yeah. one but, thing i because i did i found odd when we went to e3 a couple of years ago which i didn't realize is how actually most of those big presentation things now they're not even done at e3 yeah, they're all separate, separate halls across and, la yeah. and it's all the yeah. individual companies doing it and then you get to the thing of well if you're doing it individually and it's purely for these industry people and you can do it whenever you want i mean you can do that wherever you want anywhere yeah. in the world like you don't have there, to there was the weird one year weird year with bethesda where they were there in la but the actual presentation was an already a pre-edited thing. Yes, it was on yeah, Beth Bethesda right. land where it yes, went to the different yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. theme parks. And it's like, what, what's, the, what's point? the point? Yeah, it's kind of weird. And you're right. Do, like, do you remember when Devolver Digital, they just got like, the, they set up shop in like the parking lots across the, remember, across the yeah. road. And they're like, yeah, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Devolver Digital. But, but yeah, yeah. So one thing I want to say is Sony put out a statement saying, we have great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do feel the vision of E3 2020 uh, isn't the right uh, venue for what we are focused on this year. So yeah. it's clear that, at least from Sony's perspective, they're saying, hey, that show, however it's fucking structured, it mm -hmm. needs to change. Well, I think EA, right? EA have probably got the best example of how, of saying, it's not, e is not what we want. We're going to do our own thing. Here's EA Play, and we do it um, at the same, just before yeah like at the same yeah, fucking we place we, we have as many like we invite the people we sell the tickets we completely in control the environment yeah like Sony is saying like this isn't the vision we have I wouldn't be surprised if in you know years well, actually Nintendo did the same they, were they tree it's not at E3 it's no, just it's Nintendo's fucking that thing was, that was, that wasn't E3. a physical thing was it that was like again it was like the treehouse was yeah. was it actual physical thing yeah that, so they had a presentation and then they had the treehouse where you could go and play the games oh, right okay. uh, something pass. like that Pass. Pass. Okay, well, I, I didn't pass. realize it was a thing. Yeah, but like, yeah, but EA Play, like, they literally do whatever the hell they oh, want. They how scummy of PlayStation are like, oh yeah, well, we've got the big uh, your PS5 reveal. It's at the exact same time as the <laughs> yeah. Xbox conference <laughs> at E3. That's <laughs> why Xbox will be reeling, wouldn't they? They'll be like, you bastards. No, but they would, they would never because it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you, you're and fracturing no, your course, I, I think course. EA Play, yeah. uh, the fact that it is still in LA and it's like two days before E3 was almost just a victim of the fact that when they decided to break off and do that, E3 still felt relevant yeah. right? and it would have been almost crazy because June is a weirdly important time to be able to say, hey, you guys aren't playing or buying games right, right. now, yeah. so here's what's coming up. Yeah, and yeah. I think EA were maybe too scared to go uh, you know, fully divorced yeah. themselves from it. And we're like, we're going to be down the road and two days early. <laughs> Where Sony is saying now, we're so aware of how unimportant even that time frame is yeah. that we're going to do what we want, where we want, and when we want. Yeah. Do EA, do you reckon EA move EA play? I don't think for the time being they don't uh, yeah, need I don't, to. I don't no. think they will. Because because they're in a good position where they don't they're not beholden by the ESA and E3. Yeah, they can do what they want, but they they've so there's going to be eyeballs on E3. And they're just of the course. kickoff on that. They are they are kind of like the the fucking leech on the shark that is E3. You know, it's the, funny the little... that they're just before as well because it is like they, yeah. they they yeah. they know everyone's getting ready for it, and then they but go, it's weird because, "Oh yeah, we start it off, baby. Yeah. we're the first for, thing for, that happens." You said that, but for a number of years it was like, "Oh okay, EA play." 
E3 has kicked off yes. for me. That's how yeah. I always too, kind yeah, of saw it. Too. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And then you had E3 Coliseum and, you know, yeah. oh, fuck yeah, man. I think the other thing about EA is that while Sony, with their first-party titles, have become more flexible over the years in terms of when things can come out and how often things are delayed and, you know, it feels like with things like God of War and, uh, like, Death Stranding and now we're in the middle of it with Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Like, Sony's always, like, this weird back and forth, like, when's this game going to come out? And yeah. they're like whenever we want it to yeah ea have always been a lot more structured that by the time june rolls around they'd have got their heavy hitters out before the end of fiscal in usually march or april uh madden's gonna start things off again at the end of august and then we're (laughs) gonna have all our sports games and a handful of other titles it's the reason why anthem got released at all right exactly and (laughs) whether it's anthem or mass effect andromeda the year before like they'll shit things out before the end of fiscal because they'd rather the numbers be looked good um, and which means that June is always kind of like the start of the fresh year of output. Sure, sure. I do think, um, uh, even thinking back to the last time Sony were at E3, it was a bit, it, like, it was great, but it was also a bit meh, which was the whole like uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us. Oh, uh, yeah. And, um, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. And it was those three, and you, they, they took everyone to their fucking. It was like a little walk. And Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, it was yeah. the big four. But yeah. it was like a little walkthrough event where they had the guy playing the loot, I think it was for Ghost of Tsushima, and they had all that sort of uh, stuff. It was oh, the, the pandering. It was the. the yeah, he was the. Oh, that flute. was it. That was the uh, last. It was the Last of Us Two. Was the that composer playing yeah, the guitar sure. yeah, with yeah. his hoodie? Yeah, um, yeah. It was even in, in that in that barn. And then yeah. I was like, oh shit, this is cool. They're it's going like to the church. Or yeah, something. they're going to different themed areas for each of the games. No, no. J- just for last. And then it's like, yeah, just get into this fucking hall and it, see the rest. Is this guy <sighs> playing a flute that looks suspiciously <laughs> like a cock? I yeah, wanted to sucking at the it. time. I think I wanted to think it was cool, but then looking back on it, I'm like, it is a bit. Nah. It would have been cool if they had a little if bit. they had themed yeah places for because remember that's what we did think they were going to do. Yeah. we thought it was going to be this thing, and that would have been cool. That would have been really cool. I but. actually remember now. I didn't get a chance to react to it because you and Rasheen were watching that press conference live from your Airbnb. Yeah, and I saw the start of it and had to leave to oh, go, go to to go to no to go to a dinner with some <clears throat> oh, oh, friends right. of ours. Oh yes, um, I do remember that. And I remember we leaving invited. before Death Stranding had happened, and I was texting Jonesy <laughs> at this dinner that was like I was meant to be on my best behavior, one of those dinners. And I was like, trying you to wore find a out. suit jacket. Uh, uh, yeah, I did yeah. actually. And I remember like uh, texting Jonesy, being like, "What the fuck did they show for Death Stranding?" <laughs> and Jonesy kind of saying something like, "Ah, oh, it was weird." Not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. And it turned out he was right. <laughs> and I remember also before I left, I saw that Resident Evil Two was announced at that press conference, and oh, I yeah. went to the dinner and uh, put my foot in it by saying that they'd shown it off, and everyone there had like consciously, oh, consciously like, oh. avoided it because they wanted to watch it all oh. fresh. And I was like, oh, "You were the classic spoiler. Jamie, <clears throat> classic Jamie." Sorry, and they never called me back. <laughs> well, talking about nah, all those like uh, PlayStation games and PlayStation in general, let's yeah. talk about PlayStations had that thing where they were like, "Hey, guys." What is your game of the decade? Obviously, through the lens of PlayStation, because they're not going to be like, hey, what's your favorite Xbox game? Yeah. No, they don't give a shit. They want to know... Halo 4. Yeah. This kind of freaked me out when you said this, because I realized how uh, most of this decade, like you said, had been dominated by the PlayStation 4, yeah. which to me sounds like, no, the PlayStation 4 is brand new. How's that possible? <laughs> which is kind of odd. It ain't. No, it's not. Oh, buddy, it ain't. Yeah. Well, I have the list here. <gasps> All right. So... Uh, at, at number five okay oh, so I I've got the top see, 20 or the... oh, don't look at it I've got I've got the top 20 yeah okay but we'll do the five and then I can just pick up some interesting ones from the rest okay. all right I'll, I'll look at Jonesy to make sure we're not cheating all right so in at number five I did cheat a little bit I saw all right days. do you know what number five is I don't I, I think I know that maybe I don't know oh god yeah you ready for this cheating. yeah Red Dead Redemption 2 
Oh, it definitely should be in the top five. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't a, know about that being at five. That's a top ten game of the decade. That sure. I'm fairly comfortable in that assertion. But, but yeah. what I find for really, me at least, what I PlayStation re- specific though. So like, would you would you mean top ten just for PlayStation? I think I don't think it's for everything. Gaming, yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. So for me, yeah, right. I thought you were saying. It's, oh, I, I don't think it's a. Are you saying it should be higher than five? Uh, possibly. I don't know. That I, I don't know that even I'd get down with that for okay. the decade. Wow, interesting. Wait, we'll have to see what the rest of. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to think Look, about I it. I found this really interesting. I mean, I I make no reservations saying I didn't like Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. But I know it is a technical achievement, and I know that a lot of people fucking love that game. I've been thinking about that game a lot yeah. recently. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those games that came out. They spend so much time on it, so much money, and you're like, this is like the pinnacle of what Rockstar can do. Yeah. And it's like five. And kind of like it's it's it, it's, it's a good interesting when you put it like yeah you join it's a good spot to be in but when you look at it through that lens you're like mm, man like that's a bit maybe they didn't hit the marks that they wanted to hit it's funny because when if you said to me who are like, the best you know developer I'd probably say maybe Rockstar but then you say they've that, released uh, like four games this decade yeah which seems like but to, to be fair that's not bad for them that seems <laughs> like it's, it could be worse well, they feel like the Quentin Tarantino of uh oh yeah like you know I mean? the, the ninth film exactly yeah our film the rock star <laughs> <laughs> right so number four it's another rock star game gta 5 gta 5 yeah okay okay i can see why someone would put gta 5 above red dead 2 I'd in a list for personally. the decades i mean no, I'd you, pop- you know what it is it's, it's a question of time right it's been out for longer more stuff has happened with it especially looking at through the lens of like gta online Oh, it, sure, it's okay. a lot more all-encompassing than what Red Dead yeah, managed. To be fair, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I, again, I, I don't know how it would place for me, but I was GTA Five was at the time of its release like the most important game in my life. Okay. <laughs> it was still the most excited I've ever been for a video game ever. Which really, you two might wow. find hard to believe because wow. you've seen me suffer <laughs> at the hands of some games since then. But, Death Stranding. Uh, GTA, GTA was. A, a unique thing I mean I've told the story a million times about how I ended up getting yeah. that game right but like oh, that, that was my re- life regale it for people because I don't think I don't think uh, well, listeners have heard it well basically I'd only just started working with you guys I'd worked with both of you for about two months mm. and when I first joined um, holiday days you weren't given a bunch up front you had to accrue them at a rate of one and three quarter days every month <laughs> I love you it. Yeah, it's burnt into his memory yeah. that meant that I had saved up three and a half days by the time that GTA came <laughs> out and I used them all you better believe second half of the Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday, Friday get home Tuesday afternoon the game hasn't arrived it's still out for delivery <laughs> this is my favourite bit I'm yeah. sat by the window for the whole afternoon and it gets to like Literally nine or ten o'clock. I can just imagine you're sitting by a window and it's raining and there's like a sad violin. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the van to shop. <laughs> the rain is the radio and it just keeps playing sad songs and he's just sitting there. Like, yeah, it kind of was like that. It gets oh, to ten The radio DJ goes, this one goes out to all the sad acts out there. <laughs> and Jamie wipes away a tear. <laughs> Yeah. You, you guys are surprisingly on the butt because you then burnt a whole holiday day that you accrue at the rate of 1.3 a month at, on just yeah. one and three quarters one and three quarters yeah. and you just want to play the fucking game I just want to play the fucking game that's the thing it's been out all day and I'm sat by the window gets to nine o'clock the status 
of the thing changes from out for delivery to like in the depot or whatever. Who, who, which was it? Hermes. It was. It sounds like a Hermes. I thing I think to do. it was a DHL deal. Right. All oh, right. It was. It was. It like, wouldn't be my boy's it DPD. Was, it wasn't Hermes. Definitely wasn't DPD. It was DHL or Parcel Force or one of like oh, the uh, one of those ones. Yeah, DPD, my boys. Call out, call up the place. I'm like, it was out for delivery all day, and it didn't get delivered. Now it's at the depot. What are you doing? And they, and the woman goes. Did you goes, contain your rage on the phone? I'm, I'm lovely to customers. We've right. all worked a job where we know what it's like to be yeah. on the other end of it, where you're relaying a message. She was yeah. the messenger, and she goes, "What probably happened was they load up the van for the day." They go out. The driver has to legally stop driving at a certain point because there are oh. limits on how long they yeah. can be out for. If they haven't delivered everything in that day, it goes back. Okay. And and, they, and then she says, usually it will go out again tomorrow and it'll be priority. Right. And I'll be like, there's no tomorrow. Is, <laughs> I'm not telling you. I love it's like a James Bond film. There's no tomorrow. So at this point, you're expecting them to get the van back out on the no, road. No, I'm like, I'm like, what happens? And she goes, well, it's at the depot. I'm like, how do I get it out of the depot? Oh, I see. Okay. And and she goes, well, you might be able to like go to the depot and like collect it. And I'm What's like, that? this is at nine o'clock at night. Yes. And I'm like, okay. So I put the phone. I don't remember this story. Get, Challenge I, accepted. Really? I get the no. I get oh, the address of the depot. And I, I call a taxi. I'm like, take me to this place. And the taxi's like 30 quid. He gets a gap. Just in case he <laughs> I'm driving it. out into the fucking middle of Essex here. <laughs> so the taxi takes me. As I said, it's about a 30 quid taxi. Oh, we get there. Man. You could have just gone and bought the game again. Yep, I could have, but I didn't. <laughs> it's the principle of it. It's it, I'd already bought the game twice. Why for, you really bought the game because twice? I was so desperate. This is the other part of the story that's really annoying. I was so desperate for the game to get there on the on day one. I bought it from two different stores and was going to return the one that came second. So and so, neither arrived. So you're oh. watching two deliveries. Yeah, I'm watching one from what? the website was shop two. I'm surprised you didn't know this. No, yeah. because by that point I knew the one that I'd ordered from Rockstar's website wasn't going to get there in time. Yeah. Right, and that came like fucking two weeks later in the end. This was, Whoa. Um, and by the way, these were the collector's edition. So these are the oh, big okay. box. Oh, yeah. So I get to the depot. It's raining. I say to the taxi driver, "Wait here," <laughs> and I get up, and it's like basically the way it works is it's bizarre. I still don't you know, know. You know that? Sorry, you know that scene from Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the poncho. It's raining. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> like, when I, when I, I think that. back on Wait, this, here, and then he's like walks in, the things over his face. You can't really see him. It's the this part of the story is legitimately a blur because the way it works is it. there's a huge gate. There's a little like you know a little room that a man would sit in who controls the gate. Yeah. There's that. And there's a handful of people standing around. And I go up there, and I'm like, this is a mess. They're never going to do anything. Plus, the warehouses are like what looked like half a mile away from the gate. I'm like, how does this work? Did she say that you could go to the depot and do this? It wasn't guaranteed. It wasn't she just said, the they said there's, there's some kind of a, there, it does happen, but you, it's not guaranteed. And there's a guy there and he's like really disgruntled. He's like, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> and and I, tell, I tell him the name and he walks off and I'm like, this is a write-off. Um, I mean, and, he, but maybe he's just gonna go say, I've got Jamie here, he's looking for his game. At this Maybe. point, you think he's just gone home. But no, he, 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 <laughs> yeah. he, he, he walks. 10 o'clock at night and he's just gone. <laughs> he walks away. Yeah. Sure enough, he comes back and he's got it. He's got the box. What a ledge. And he goes, and I, there'll, and be, go, there'll be 50 pounds. No, there's no, that's the thing. There's no, there's <laughs> no saved, fee. There's he saved the like, day. Yeah. So I take it off and I'm like, thank you very much. And this is where the story goes from raining and showers to <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. The taxi driver, who's I've been explaining the situation to, is like, I'm not going to charge you for the journey back. Like, we'll just go, because I live 
nearby or whatever. Okay, that's thing. nice. So I'm in the I'm now in the back of the taxi with GTA Five. Don't have to pay for the taxi home. Uh, and I'm sure the biggest fucking shit eating. Oh grin god, on your you face. can only imagine. The I rain get... has cleared. It's the middle of the night, but the sun has come out. He switches on the radio. It's no more, no more like sad music. Like I can see clearly <laughs> now. The rain. I get has home. Gone. It's about. I think it was about eleven thirty. I bought two Ooh. monsters and uh, <laughs> and a packet of uh, magic stars, which is like a type of chocolate. And I remember I was still living with my, my girlfriend at the time. And I remember, as she was with a lot of this stuff, to be fair, she was fully on board with it. And she was like, all right, I'm going to bed, but you ever enjoy it, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, and so she went to bed. And I remember sitting up and playing that game and just thinking, I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> I think I played nonstop till like 4 a.m. I would have loved it if at that point you sort of sat down. And you're like, I'm actually really tired. I think I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, fuck uh, I had the, And I had the next three days off. It, that was a Tuesday night, and I didn't have to go back into the following Monday. I remember being so happy. That's nice. That's nice. And now, well, anyway, and now we've got nothing story. but time off, so we can play lots of games. Yeah, yeah. well, at least some games are coming. Well, some games are coming out. Other <laughs> games are going to have to wait a little. Well, longer. hey, listen. After that, that was number four. Number three. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. To be fair, Chris told me to tell the story. Uh, yes. it was. It was a good story. It's a good story. I'm glad you didn't know it, and uh, you know the listeners as well. If you'd already somewhere. seen it. Sorry, but also thank you for listening yes. to previous uh, if you, videos. If you hadn't, and you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments down below of a crazy story about oh, when you went. Yeah, to what game. was your GTA Five experience? Yeah. yeah. All right, number three is The Witcher Three. Huh. Okay. Continuing the trend of people just fucking. Loving I wonder the Witcher how 3. that would have done yeah. if the poll happened a year earlier. Yes, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah everyone yeah. would have just thrown it out there. It. Just throwing yeah. it out there. I, very interesting. That is a weird one for me because I'm not sure. That's super weird. It's a very, very super, good game, but super I, weird. I'm, super I'm really weird. surprised it was above GTA Five and, and Red Dead Two. Hey, I didn't vote in this, so you know, don't don't shoot the don't messenger. shoot the messenger. All right, number two. Any guesses? Uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's only two games left that can be in the top two. Mm. There are. Yeah. Oh well, I know one of them. I know the one. Number one is going to be the game that I would have put at number one. Wow. Okay. Huh. Definitely because we haven't had it yet. 100%. I can only think of one game that we haven't had yet that I think is definitely top five. I can think of another game. All right, so, so what is you, it? You two bang on about it all the time. We do? Yeah. My, the game I'm thinking of is The Last of Us. Of course, that's going to be number one. Okay, that's number I th- one. I that think, is yeah. number one. The Last of Us is number one. The game of the decade. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100% I, I, yeah. deserved. Is it actually out. the game of the decade? I don't know. Is it the game of the decade for the for these purposes? Yeah, no, I'll tell you what. It's the game of the decade because guess what? The Last of Us Two is coming out next year. That's purely the only reason. It's also the best game that PlayStation have had in the last decade. So it puts it well and truly at number one. Disagree with that one. Really? Well, actually, actually, I don't know because I I still haven't played the fucking game. It's all sitting on my PlayStation. You haven't played the last. I'm gonna what? get. I could start Dude, there. If you're looking for a game that's completable. Like that's, <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Seriously, that's, seriously. That's, it's it's on the cards. It's on yeah. the cards. Sorry. Maybe, uh, maybe I should set myself a target and say, hey, maybe not next week. Maybe the week after. Like. Get it done, but mm. I, I know. I, like I said, I know that I know the two that are going to be at the top, but and I know the second one's at the top because that's the one I caught a glimpse of when yeah. I saw the shit. And you don't, you, desk. you don't. But you, you, you definitely. As soon as you say it, you'll be like, oh, of course. I could make some guesses. Go, go. quick guess right now. Five, four, three, two, one. Over to you, Jamie. <sighs> Can I just say it? Yeah. God of War. Of course. So yeah. I knew you'd say. You know what course. I was going to say for some reason? Yeah. Skyrim. 
Oh, right. Well, you know, you wouldn't be wrong. Skyrim is number six on the list. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, I, I don't know why God of War left my brain. Yeah, man. Especially of course, God of War. Now, God of War now, is comfortably yeah. one of the top ten games of the decade. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I knew as soon as you said it, you'd be like... I, I would say... I would say any platform top 10 which you know and I would weird? definitely say top top 5 for PlayStation Skyrim for me I'm, I'm surprised it's in the last decade for some reason yeah it's mad isn't it I thought it might have edged it's, out it, I mean, it's only just exactly. right, let, let me, let me run through so the up to 20 right so uh, Skyrim at 6 at number 7 Horizon Zero Dawn okay yeah, yeah right sure. number 8 is Bloodborne yeah, uh, I'm surprised that that is. Not mine. I think it's just, that's not it's, higher it's, because it's people skewing. fucking gush people on love that it. Actually, I, maybe I, I, you're right. Maybe you're right. It's not All right. for me, but I get it. Number nine, Uncharted Four. Yeah, again, yeah. that's a place a PlayStation poll. Yep. Number ten, uh, Marvel Spider Man. I would have thought that this wouldn't have gone as high. It's a great game, but it's it's very kind of like. But it's so PlayStation specific. Yeah. Yes. As soon as you pitch this poll to non PlayStation yeah, owners, sure. then that game drops out. I think. I think I'd agree. Yeah. Number eleven. Okay. So past past the ten mark. Okay. okay. So number eleven. Persona Five. Uh, yeah. Same same if, thing. If you like RPGs. Uh, number twelve. Dark Souls. Um, I'm not surprised again because it's not for me. Like huh. I know how much people love like love those games. So. I'm just uh, yeah okay. Uh, number thirteen is uh, Black Ops Two. Oh, hmm. and that's mad to think. Like, okay, of course it's in. Like, it feels like forever ago, but of course it is because it's one every year, and it's like it's not. Yeah, and you, it's obviously you can't modern warfare. You've got one ten and to two, pick uh, from. Yeah, exactly. In the last decade, yeah. I think that's the one that people gravitate towards the most, yeah. right? Yeah, especially for the multiplayer. Yeah, because modern warfare one and two were previous decades. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. right, number fourteen, Jamie, you'll like this. Near Automata. Wow, that's did much better than I thought. Yeah, I, I could, I, you know. But that's again, pe- people name. who play it gush over. Again, it, so I've been thinking about that game a lot recently. I, I have too because I haven't finished it. Wow, this is a lot. You, of should, game. you should finish it. I'm, have you have you to, finished though. any of the games we've mentioned so far? Yeah, I finished uh, Red Dead. I haven't finished Red Dead. Oh, God I finished, of War. finished, I finished God of War. Last of Us. I finished God of War. Finished Spider Man. Yeah, um, I didn't finish Skyrim. You finished Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm wondering if there's any game you've said so far that I haven't finished. I finished GTA Five. I haven't finished Witcher Three. I finished. Uh, Uncharted 4 I said that already okay well look Black Ops 2 I finished yeah I finished most of them alright let, let's carry on look you see this is the thing you guys give me shit all the time <laughs> I finished most of them that's fair enough uh, number 15 is Death Stranding that definitely should be in the top 20 for me it probably might be in the top 10 I think that game would be will will remain a cult hit but that game will fall further down the than people's yeah. estimations the longer I think you're right. you I think go you're right. from release. number 16 is uh, Red Dead Redemption that is deservedly up there. Yeah, fair enough. It's one of the best games. Number game. 17, Mass Effect 2. Yeah, absolutely. That's fair. 100%. Absolutely. Number 18 is Fortnite. <laughs> no, yeah. I, no, I get it. I yeah. You almost have to think that it would have featured in this if it's a if it's a poll-based thing. Yeah. Uh, but I personally, I'm surprised that it's not higher. Not because I think it deserves to be higher, but just that because like, there's, there's lots of 14-year-olds, in case you haven't noticed. There are. Uh, number 19 is Batman Arkham City. Yeah, well, I think with weird. So I I did really enjoy it. I think without the other games before it, I don't think it would be in there. Do you see what I mean? Without like Arkham Asylum and the yeah. other ones, I don't think. I it, mean, literally, it's a sequel. No, no. But what I'm saying is, I think because those games were so phenomenal, like Arkham Arkham Asylum was such a phenomenal game. Yeah. yeah. Everything after it, I think, were were leveled up because of what had come before. So yeah, Arkham, right? Do you see what I mean? If Arkham Knight was a standalone game for me, it might not be up there. Interesting. Yeah. I yeah, maybe, maybe a few maybe. places lower, but it was there was I a weird. Know. I had some weird issues with Arkham with Arkham Knight. I I was I've 
or, uh, I think like most people now are very much pro asylum over any of the other yes. ones. Yeah, 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 me too. But like I said, obviously previous decades. Yeah. Right, right okay, actually. and and rounding it off at number 20 is Resident Evil 2. Interesting. The remake, obviously. That's yeah. interesting. I think such that's a new a, game. A, yeah, a bit gaming, I think, yeah, but like, then again, like Death Stranding at number 15. I think both those are, have a bit of like a recency bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, yeah. Uh, something that I can think is quite noticeable that isn't on here mm-hmm. is uh, one of Jamie's, maybe not favorite games, but you, you liked it, which was uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid no Metal Five Gears. would be would, have, would be one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Any anything else you guys can think maybe should have been on there that? Oh, I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to. Yeah, I need a list of all the games that yeah, were released sure, in the last fair. decade. I think they have pretty that. like. You're right. It, it is. It is a very PlayStation list, it's and, super and PlayStation. there are a lot of stuff that I would expect to be on here for sure. Uh, some interesting things like I, th- I really thought Bloodborne would have been higher I would have thought that Fortnite even though I don't think it needs to be there would have been higher but yeah some, some interesting ones some nice surprises as well like Nia and Persona 5 what was it so what was the um, what was the th- like how did they decide what was on the list like how did it skew so PlayStation heavy because they're not specifics are they so how did it what go you mean? that way I think just it was a PlayStation. PlayStation poll ran a poll. So oh, PlayStation. Yeah, I think they. I think they ran it on Twitter. Towards it and I think they ran it on Twitter or something. I don't know. I, do you know what? I, I maybe something like Titanfall Two, maybe for me. Oh yeah, yeah. The what? The one that I recall, and it shouldn't be on there, but it's just interesting to think about how much it's fallen. I guess in people's estimations, is yeah. Bioshock Infinite. Oh wow! Which at yeah, the time, at the time, seemed like a shoe in to be remembered as like a phenomenal game. Yeah. Is that is and that this decade? That's twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 20, Jesus, I thought. Do, it was do you know how I? It's so easy for me to kind of figure it out, right? Because I moved to London in twenty ten. Oh, after everything the, after that. After the uh, the football World Cup in South Africa, I stayed. I stayed in SA for that. Nice. And then I came here after that. So any game that I ever played in London. Yeah, that's the deck. It was that decade. So, so, so off that list, I'd say two for me that I really enjoyed was, would have been uh, yeah, Titanfall two and uh, Bioshock Infinite for me. I think mm-hmm. maybe maybe I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have to have a more thorough think about it. Yeah, but, it, uh, when you talk about like the the recency bias, I think one thing that's missing from there, Fortnite is at eighteen. Like, where's Apex? But you could almost say that Fortnite would rank higher than Apex, and if Fortnite is coming at eighteen. Then maybe, Apex doesn't make the list. Yeah, exactly. Just. Yeah. So, so it, if you if you add that to twenty to thirty, there'd be a few more of those yeah. titles maybe popping in. It's an yeah. interesting one. There, there's always the problem with lists like that, though. Is it's what game you thought of when they were talking about it. Yeah, and it's also then you get the thing of. You oh know, well I've just finished the God of War so yeah. I'm voting for God of War whatever well, it like may be like you said the Witcher series is on TV which yeah. means that people are then thinking about Witcher yeah man number gets... three fuck okay fair enough well guys I think that's just about it for today uh, you know thank you so much for listening to us rant on about what we do what we play yeah. what we watch Jamie's journeys and sorry, sorry that games. GTA story was so no, long that's great that was oh, one of my favourite you know stories we, you know what we didn't do what Chris's Sekiro Minute Oh yeah! Oh, okay. we, you, go yeah on, you do it now. Do it now. A minute. Unfortunately, a hot one. Unfortunately, it's gonna be Chris's Sekiro second. I haven't. Com- <laughs> I haven't gone any further than uh, <laughs> when I spoke to you last time. I'm have still, you played it? I have played it, but I, I'm. I'm still getting to grips with the patterns of uh, the great Shinobi Owl, who is your foster father. Oh, I would. I would be so stressed out by Sekiro. It is quite stressful. I, I get. Do you know? Get well, every time you lose a fight, I get. I'd get more like. So before we end this out, so I was playing this one boss, um, General Genshiro, right? And he was the dude I said it was like the bottleneck for me. Like I had to yeah, beat him, and right. it took me. 
it took me months, but in reality, it only took me like a couple of hours altogether. Sure. Um, but yeah, I remember I was like, I'm, I know how to kill him, so I'm, I'm ready, all right? And I'm playing it, and he kills me, I'm playing it, I kill him, and I get to the second bit of taking him down, and then he kills me, blah, blah, blah. And it's a bit of back and forth. Right. And eventually, I land that fucking finishing blow. I pick up my phone, I open up my camera to take a picture to Jamie, except... He's not dead. He's not, because it, it goes with this like little red dot. It's like, oh, this is the thing to kill him. So right. you, you press attack, was it uh, R1? And you go and you attack him. Yeah. But then it does a strange thing. It's like, oh yeah, he has another fucking red dot. Press it again to do this like cool style move and fucking execute him. And I didn't realize that that happened. So I picked up this pic- my phone. I took the picture to send to Jamie. I was like, I fucking did it. And then I f- the hottest panic I've ever had in my life. I fucking <laughs> threw my phone, picked up the controller, fucking smashed him again. And I was like, oh, fucking thank God. I oh, you did I, do it? Yeah, I did it. Oh. I was like, I can't do this I again. thought you were going to say that he no, like, rallied. Did he turn around and kill I, I, I just got a picture of Chris's screen that says, you are dead or whatever it says. <laughs> and then Chris's I, face I, in the corner. Like, I think, yeah. I think the, the picture I was going to send to you was just this like blur, like a motion blur of me like chucking my phone. The worst thing is when you see your enemy's health bar has got like nothing left oh. and you go to like finish them off yeah. with one blow and then they hit you or something. Or even worse like, when they do like, a, you've got full health and do like a, a fucking six hit combo and you're like, oh, what, what's just happened? Yeah, yeah I've, just, I've just been abused. Right, well, anyway, that is it. Thank you so much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube or listening, if you're listening on a podcast, the show does go up first on YouTube on Thursdays currently and on podcast platforms on the weekend, ready for your next week. Monday morning, it will be there, and you can listen to our sultry tones. Oh. Mm. Uh, If you would like, leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube, or give us five stars if you're on uh, iTunes, because, hey, all of that shit goes a long way. And, hey, you know what? Share this podcast with your friends if you think that they would like it. Or if you have any. Yeah, get some friends. Or if you didn't like it, share it with enemies. Oh, oh, I like it. Flipped and reversed it, Alex Jones. There you go. His favorite podcast. Hold on. I mean, we are the SS. Yeah, big time. Right. uh, Oh, just another thing. Do you guys like the new graphics that we got on the channel? Oh, yes. Stellar. They're amazing. Thank you. Very good. Who made them? Thank you. Mm. Uh, A a paid professional. Yeah, I think we paid a a graphic designer. No, twas I. I. It was Steph Murphy. No. Uh, to be fair, it's just a font with a fucking uh, texture layer over it. Well, it looks lovely. It looks great. What logo isn't at the end of the day? True. Well, we've got to figure out a logo. But anyway, thank you so much, and we will see you or speak to you next week. See ya. Bye. See ya. <laughs>